In this episode of Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study, we are diving into Romans chapter 15. I'm Stephanie Rodnes, and welcome to the Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. My goal is to encourage the discouraged with scripture, inspiration, and resources to help you do exactly what God purposed you to do on this earth, become a Christian entrepreneur. The definition of a Godwood girl is a woman of Christ who says yes to her God-given purpose, no matter what everyone else tries to say or do. So if you are stepping into your purpose as a Christian entrepreneur, welcome to the Godwood Girl Sisterhood. You are my people, and I can't wait to meet you. Now let's dive into today's episode. And remember, if you want to join me for these live recordings on Godwood Girl's Instagram feed, join me at Godwood Girl on Instagram now. Let's dive right in. So let's go ahead and get started with a word of prayer. Father God in heaven, thank you so much, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your beauty. Thank you for healing, for health, for wellness, Lord. And I declare health, healing, and wellness over every member of this family. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your healing rain down and shine down upon each and every one of us everywhere that we go, Father God. Thank you so much for the blessing of being your kid. I pray that you help us be able to read your word and hear what you want us to hear and see what you want us to see. Lord, I absolutely adore you. Thank you so much for being my God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so let's dive into Romans chapter 15. This is the message translation. And Paul writes, those of us who are strong and able in the faith need to step in and lend a hand to those who falter and not just do what is most convenient for us. Strength is for service, not status. Each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us, asking ourselves, how can I help? And verses one through two is really about living your God-given purpose, right? It's about stepping into what God purposed you to do on this earth and to do it every single day and to think about how can I serve God's children, God's daughters, those who are seeking to serve him and live for him, but faltering and struggling. How can I serve them the way God purposed me to serve them? Verse three, that's exactly what Jesus did. He didn't make it easy for himself by avoiding people's troubles, but waded right in and helped out. I took on the troubles of the troubled is the way scripture puts it. Even if it was written in scripture long ago, you can be sure it was written for us. God wants the combination of his steady, God wants the combination of his steady, constant calling and warm personal counsel in scripture to come to characterize us, keeping us for alert for whatever we will do next. May our dependably steady and warmly personal God develop maturity in you so that you can get along with each other as well as Jesus gets along with us all. Then we'll be a choir, not our voices only, but our very lives singing in harmony and a studying anthem to the God and Father of our Master Jesus. So reach out and welcome one another to God's glory. Jesus did it. Now you do it. Jesus, staying true to God's purposes, reached out in a special way to the Jewish insiders so that the old ancestral promises would come true for them. As a result, the non-Jewish outsiders have been able to experience mercy and to show appreciation to God. Just think of all the scriptures that will come true in what we do. For instance, then I'll join outsiders in a hymn sing, I'll sing to your name. And this one, outsiders and insiders rejoice together. And again, people of all nations celebrate God. All colors and races give hearty praise. And Isaiah's word, there's the root of our ancestor Jesse, breaking through the earth and growing tall tree, tall enough for everyone everywhere to see and take hope. Oh, may the God of green hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace, such your believing lives, excuse me, such your believing lives filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit, will bring over with hope. And to me, that's true fullness of life. That is what God, the Lord talks about in John 10, 10, that the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. 
that Jesus has come that we may have life and life in full. This is fullness in life in verse 13. May the God of green hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace, so that your believing lives filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit will brim over with hope. That is fullness of joy. And we can receive that when we keep our eyes on Christ and go after what he's given us to do. That's the secret. And Paul says that over and over again in the book of Romans. Trust in God is, is true life. Trust in God is fullness of life. Trust in God is freedom in life. That's where it all begins, is trusting in him and doing what he's asked us to do. Verse 14, personally, I've been completely satisfied with who you are and what you are doing. You seem to me to be well-motivated and well-instructed, quite capable of guiding and advising one another. So, my dear friends, don't take my rather bold and blunt language as criticism. It's not criticism. I'm simply underlining how very much I need your help in carrying out this highly focused assignment God gave me, this priestly and gospel work of serving the spiritual needs of the non-Jewish outsiders so they can be presented as an acceptable offering to God, made whole, and holy by God's Holy Spirit. So what Paul is talking about there is his purpose. He is talking about his God-given purpose, which is to share the gospel of Christ with those who are not Jews. And he's asking for that focus and for that help and be able to carry out his highly focused assignment. I love the words he says there, his highly focused assignment. What if we thought about our God-given purpose as our highly focused assignment? What could we do? If instead of focusing on work or bills or this or that, we said my purpose is my highly focused assignment, that takes priority. What could we accomplish in this world? It'd be amazing. Verse 17, looking back over what has been accomplished and what I've observed, I must say I'm most pleased in the context of Jesus. I'd even say proud, but only in that context. I have no interest in giving you a chatty account of my adventures, only the wondrously powerful and transformingly present words and deeds of Christ in me that triggered a believing response among the outsiders. In such ways, I have trailblazed a preaching of the message of Jesus all the way from Jerusalem far into northwestern Greece. This has all been pioneer work, bringing the message only into those places where Jesus was not yet known and worshipped. My text has been, those who were never told of him, they'll see him. Those who have never heard of him, they'll get the message. And sisters, that's what your God-given purpose is meant to be too. The way God purposed you to share the gospel of Christ is your trailblazing way of doing this. So that you, the way that you are uniquely designed, your passions, your gifts, your hobbies, where you end up, that is how people get to see Christ in those places because the Lord sent you. It's such a beautiful blessing. All right, sis, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Let's pause for a moment for today's sponsor. Verse 22, and that's why it's taking me so long to finally get around to coming to you. But now that there is no more pioneering work to be done in these parts, and since I have looked forward to seeing you for many years, I'm planning my visit. I'm heading for Spain and expect to stop off on the way to enjoy a good visit with you and eventually have you send me off with God's blessing. So for those of you girls who know the history of Paul, Unfortunately, he never makes it. Um, he ends up being put into prison, sent into Rome for trial, and yeah. Verse 25. First, though, I'm going to Jerusalem to deliver a relief offering to the followers of Jesus there. The Greeks, all the way from the Macedonians in the north to the Achaeans in the south, decided they wanted to take up a collection for the poor among the believers in Jerusalem. They were happy to do this, but it was also their duty. Seeing that they got in on all the spiritual gifts that flowed out of the Jerusalem community so generously, it is only right that they do what they can to relieve their poverty. As soon as I have done this, personally handed over this fruit basket, 
I'm off to Spain with a stopover with you in Rome. My hope is that my visit with you is going to be one of Christ's more, more extravagant blessings. Verse 30. I have one request, dear friends. Pray for me. Pray strenuously with and for me. To God the Father, through the power of our Master Jesus, through the love of the Holy Spirit, that I will be delivered from the lion's den of unbelievers in Judea. Pray also that my relief offering to the Jerusalem believers will be accepted in the spirit in which it is given. Then, God willing, I'll be on my way to you with a light and eager heart, looking forward to being refreshed by your company. God's peace be with all of you. Oh, yes. And Paul's, that's the end. Oh my goodness, my cousin's here. Hey, Wes. <laughs> and that's the end of Romans chapter 15. And I want to say the same thing to each and every one of you here. Pray for each other. This is so important. I pray for you, sisters in Christ, on your purpose journey every morning and every evening. It is one of the most important things that I can do. I have books here. I have online courses at God That Would Grow. I do accelerators at God That Would Grow. I'm getting back into films, praise Jesus. But the most important thing I can do is pray for you girls on this purpose journey. And the most important thing you girls can do is pray for each other on this purpose journey. Look, prayer changes things. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> prayer moves mountains. That's what prayer does. And the power of a sisterhood of women joining together to pray for each other, to pray for God's purpose over our lives, his anointing over our lives, his ministry, his mission for our lives, praying for each other every single day, that's what's going to unlock a movement of living our purpose. The enemy is really strategic, says he's really strategic and he knows. Just like Paul in this scripture knew exactly what his God-given purpose was and made it his focus mission, because he did that, he was able to share the gospel of Christ with so many. The enemy knows that if you make your God-given purpose your focus mission, there are going to be more people coming to heaven with you. And the enemy doesn't want that. The enemy wants to take as many people to hell with him as possible. So the enemy is going to do everything possible to make sure that your God-given purpose is not what you focus on doing every single day. He's going to make sure you focus on paying the bills, doing the laundry, washing the dishes, going out to hang out with your girlfriends, going out to, do, to that concert, going out to see that latest movie. That's what the enemy is going to make sure you focus on. And I want you to know it's not your fault. It's not my fault when I get distracted. It is not our fault. It is literally the enemy trying to steal, kill, and destroy our abundance of life. It is a focused mission for him to make sure you don't step into your God-given purpose. So prayer defeats all of that. It defeats all of that because not only are we standing together asking God for the same thing, ignite this movement of purpose within your daughters. Help us be able to do this thing you called us to do, Lord. That's what I pray every single day. In addition, though, when you are praying for other people to live your purpose, it helps you to step into your purpose, too, because it's reminding you every single day that God created you for a focused mission, and it is your job to step into it so that you can have that fullness of joy he promises you. And my sisters, if you don't yet know what your God-given purpose is, I have a free Find Your Purpose Toolkit that'll help you discover exactly what God put you on, the, on this earth to do step-by-step. Step. You can get it for free by going to PurposeGift.com. That's PurposeGift.com. The toolkit includes the Find Your Purpose ebook, the Find Your Purpose journal, the Find Your Purpose daily devotional, and the Find Your Purpose video tutorial so that you get every single step and you know exactly what God put you on this earth to do so that can become your focus mission. You can get it by going to PurposeGift.com. 
And if you're listening to me, you're like, well, Stephanie, that sounds amazing. But I actually don't even know what it means to be a Christian. Sister of Christ, being a Christian is what it says in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And what that means is that being a Christian is believing in Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So if you want to make that decision today, it's very, very simple. All you got to do is say this prayer with me. And you just say, dear Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose again. Today, I believe in you as my personal Lord and Savior. Sister in Christ, if you said that prayer, welcome to the kingdom. Angels are literally celebrating you right now. Your name has been written in the book of life. Nobody can take it out. Get into a Bible-based church in your area and get started getting to know how good God is. He truly adores you and loves you so much. I always recommend starting with the book of John because it's literally like the Lord's love letter to you. Sisters of Christ, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you complete and total purpose over your body, mind, and soul in the name of Jesus, and give you peace, mercy, and favor forever and ever. Amen. So that's it for today's episode of the God the Wood Girl Live Your Purpose as a Christian Entrepreneur Bible Study. Have any questions? DM me anytime on Instagram or send an email to hello at godthewoodgirl.com. I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to grab my free Find Your Purpose Toolkit to help you get started living God's purpose for your life at purposegift.com. Thanks for listening, God the Wood Girl. I'll see you on the next one.